Listen, man, I can't have you shouting at the guests. And why not? You're scaring them for one, and two, it's rude. Come on, man, you're better than that. Well, I suppose it is rude. But maybe they should try not being so small and pathetic. Sorry. Sorry. You really need to get a grip on that man. I'm trying. <sighs> Fine. Just get out there and stop threatening people. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. All right, let's get on with the show. Two, one. Welcome back, dear listeners, to Wasteland Active Radio, your one-stop shop for staying informed in the Ash Flats. I'm your gracious host, Crispy, broadcasting from the center of Dashwood Outpost number 17. And boy, do I have a show for you today. You see, today is the day that we're voting on a proper name for our lovely little settlement, and by the end of the show, we'll finally make this house a home. Field correspondent Atlas will be keeping us up to date as the vote goes on, so you'll get to hear the announcement as soon as it goes out. As for the rest of the show, in announcements, the laser-toting wanderers have struck again, and will be receiving more Dashwood support. Things are starting to get a little gloomy outside. Bucket will tell us whether we'll need an umbrella or a lead suit in today's weather. Something grim is on the horizon, and it isn't the horizon itself for once. But we've got great news from the fields in today's local news. In today's ad reads, we've got a special announcement from the big man himself, General Taft, to help boost morale. Next, Atlas will be on the scene, providing updates on the vote and announcing the winner. Finally, I'll bring Sterling back for an interview, where I'll ask him about his thoughts on the outpost's name and the future of the settlement at our open table. With the introduction out of the way, let's move on to announcements. All right, I warned you, kid. I told you. Uh, Sterling's gonna rip me a new one for that. Oh well, thanks, Bronze Tony. Anyway, in today's announcements, in preparation for the approaching army of super mutants coming from the west, Major Sterling has requested more troops from Central Command and General Taft himself will be sending a contingent of some of his best men, including mercs specializing in fighting super mutants. They're slated to be here late next week, a week before Atlas is supposed to rendezvous with the Nightkin leader of the mutant army, Macklin. We can certainly use the, you know, the numbers, with the possibility of a big fight on our hands. Let's wish them all luck on a safe journey here. Next up, our team of carpenters, Brown's Builders, have finished putting up roughly a dozen simple houses. They're not exactly luxurious, but they'll keep you safe from the elements and prevent any embarrassing moments, like accidentally making yourself at home in someone else's tent. I'm looking at you, Jimmy. You know what you did, you pervert. That aside, the houses are ready to be moved into, though the Dashwoods and Mr. Brown will be requiring a fee to buy the more private houses. However, if you're strapped for cash and just need somewhere dry, safe, and warm, We've also got a common house with open beds for anyone who needs them. If that's not enough incentive to move to Dashwood Outpost number 17, I don't know what is. Speaking of people moving in, we just got some new neighbors. Normally, this would be the part where I read out their names. 
but for their own safety, I'll keep them anonymous. You see, these new neighbors, about 12 of them, used to be slaves. A couple days ago, the Dashwood Scouts found these folks wandering the flats and went out to investigate. Turns out our laser-toting wanderers have struck again, this time against a slaver caravan traveling north. Apparently, the Dashwoods were right about the guy being in power armor, but what they didn't count on was that the rest of this guy's numbers were made up of robots. They moved in like a wave of steel, cutting down the slavers and their dogs like shooting rad roaches in a nuclear waste barrel. The guy apparently even went as far as removing the collars from the slaves, giving a few of them first aid and weapons before sending them on their own way. You know, that kind of reminds me of someone. Hmm. There's no way. And nonetheless, this guy sounds pretty alright. Just hope he doesn't see us as enemies. Well, if you happen to run into some of our new neighbors, show some respect and have some patience for these people who managed to make it here. The golden rule, dear listeners, don't draw a weapon if you don't want a weapon drawn on you. That's enough for announcements. Let's check in with Atlas for an update on the vote. Atlas, can you hear me? How are things out there? Ghoul, I am currently standing in front of the center of the outpost, where they have converted the notice board into a large tournament bracket with the suggested names posted. It seems your human leader, Sterling, has decided that this vote will be done tournament style, so as to be more fair to everybody here. I see. How many names are on the board? The voting started with 50 names on the board, and they have been narrowed down to 26. Currently, the top contenders are... Overlook Point. Best Town. Big Wall Town. Atlas City, my personal favorite. Dashwoodville and Station Hill. These are just some of the more popular names that pushed through the first rounds very quickly. As the names are narrowed down, it should take longer as indecision consumes your weak minds! That's great, Atlas. Thanks for the update. We'll come back to you in a bit for another update. Also, how's that mic stand we saw down for you working out? I've yet to drop the microphone thanks to this apparatus you developed. It has made things significantly easier! Fantastic. Well, let's move on now to Bucket with the weather. Alright, Bucket. How's that weather looking? Beginning weekly weather forecast program. Currently... The temperature is 71 degrees Fahrenheit, with a high of 73 degrees Fahrenheit, and a low of 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Slightly cloudy. Monday, the temperature will have a high of 71 degrees Fahrenheit, with a low of 65 degrees Fahrenheit. Overcast with light winds. Tuesday, 
the temperature will have a high of 74 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 66 degrees Fahrenheit. Overcast with heavy winds. Scattered showers expected throughout the day. Wednesday, the temperature will have a high of 70 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 67 degrees Fahrenheit. Thunderstorms expected throughout the day starting at 400 hours. Thursday, the temperature will have a high of 68 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 66 degrees Fahrenheit. Scattered showers expected throughout the day. Friday, the temperature will have a high of 79 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Clear skies with high humidity. 74% chance of scattered showers throughout the day. Saturday, the temperature will have a high of 74 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 64 degrees Fahrenheit. Overcast with heavy winds and scattered showers. Forecast complete. Running diagnostics. Wow, that went surprisingly well for once. Good job, Bucket. Error. System memory has discovered several corrupted files. Guess I spoke too soon. Is that going to be a problem? Do you wish to attempt to recover these files? Are you still going to work without those files? Unknown. Do you wish to attempt to recover these files? Sure, why the hell not? Recover the files. Acknowledged. Beginning file recovery protocol. Well, while Bucket is working... Corrupted file recovered. Beginning playback of media file. Whoa, hold on. What are you doing? And to top it off, we don't have enough food down here. We don't have a choice. Someone has to go outside. I understand. But look what happened to Dana. She looked outside for a second and her hair started falling out. There's no way any of us can survive out there. Not without a radiation suit. But what are we going to do when the food runs out? I'll take care of it. You're just going to, what, pull the food out of your ass? I will take care of it. Now I'm done talking about it. Fine. Guess I'll just go read the same lifestyle magazines for the 50th time. Can I be of assistance? What? Who turned you on, Bucket? Ending playback. What was that? Recording dated December 3rd, 2077. Life is a fleeting teen dream and nothing more. That's a few months after the bombs dropped. That's amazing. That might help me figure out what's wrong with you. Deleting file. Wait, stop!
Sorry about that, dear listeners. Very unprofessional of me, but it had to be done. Let's just forget about that for now and move on to local news. In today's local news, Dashwood scouts have discovered a large cloud on the horizon moving towards us. However, this isn't a weather system bucket mist. No, this is a swarm of rat hoppers. In other words, a locust swarm tearing across the ash flats. Luckily for us, they're far enough away that we've got plenty of breathing room, and they don't seem to be heading towards the outpost. Major Sterling is, however, preparing the Dashwoods just in case they do turn their attention this way. The best way to handle a swarm like that is with fire, so we're breaking out the flamers and the fireproof gear in preparation for the worst. Going off of my own experience, rat hoppers aren't exactly the toughest things in the wastes, but if you get enough of them together, I can see it being a real problem. Fret not, dear listeners, we've got it handled. In other news, the plumbing project being led by Louis Zucaro is being put on hold. The inside of the water treatment plant that Louis plans to gather water from was flooded and needed to be drained before he could get the water pumping. A group of Dashwoods went down there and found it occupied by a massive carnivorous frog. Now, I'm not talking a frog as big as your head. I'm talking a frog big enough to swallow a man and his dog whole and still have room for seconds. Now, a giant frog doesn't sound all that intimidating, but its croaks were loud enough that a couple of the Dashwoods that investigated came back with burst eardrums. Worse yet, we've got confirmation that there was a clutch of eggs down there, so we're going to have a whole lot more giant frogs to deal with in the near future. Major Sterling is putting his second-in-command in charge of the effort to clear the water treatment plant and continue the plumbing project. Let's all wish them luck in this endeavor. Our final news story is a piece of good news. Our team of farmers just discovered that a plant that they had originally thought was a weed is actually an edible and highly nutritious plant. They're calling it choke bean due to its roots tendency to choke out the roots of other plants, killing them in the process. One of the kids who recently moved to the outpost, uh, Blitz, I think, started working the fields and was shocked to learn that we'd just been throwing these plants out. After digging deep into the ground and hauling up the bottoms of these roots, the team of farmers saw the truth of the kids' claims and started work on making them part of our crop rotation. I'm kind of impressed that kid knew something like that. On top of him being young, I learned not too long ago that he and the other two he came with were just kids of raiders. When their parents got wiped out, they started traveling together and found us. They definitely looked the part, but they don't act like raider kids. Either way, let's give a big thank you to Blitz for helping out the farming team and giving us a new option for food. That's all for news today, so let's go back to Atlas for an update on the vote. Atlas, how are things in the field? Well, ghoul, the names have been narrowed down to ten since the last update, and things are getting tense out here as more foolish and puny humans... <clears throat> Sorry. As more voters are seeing the names they suggested losing. Uh, that's not a good sign. But hopefully the Dashwoods will be able to keep things calm. So what names are left, Atlas? The last ten names are as follows. <clears throat> New Hope. Station Hill. Grandpa's Denville. Gunberg, Happy Home, 
Atlas City, once again, big favorite. Tall Town, Spitsylvania, Boom House, and Redmonton. The vote is nearing an end, and we will have a proper name for this hole in the ground very soon. Back to you, rotting man. Ah, that sounds great, you big green eyesore. We'll go back to Atlas for the end of the vote very soon. In the meantime, let's move on to today's ad reads. Today's episode of Wasteland Active Radio is brought to you by Brown's Builders, our local team of carpenters. Started by Gary Brown, Brown's Builders is committed to building the best homes in the Ash Flats at a reasonable price. From simple shacks for one, or a four-bedroom home for the whole family, Brown's Builders have you covered. Brown's Builders. Happy homes, happy people. These guys know what they're doing, and they do it fast. I've been thinking about shelling out some cash to get them to spruce up the station sometime. i got plenty of time to save while they're working on finishing up the projects they've already started, though, just to be fair. <clears throat> anyway, Wasteland Active Radio is also brought to you by the... Uh, bear with me here. The Westchester Shiretonville Dog Show? How are they smoking? Uh, anyway, we're brought to you by the Westchesterville Dog Show. On May 12th, the Blah 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 Dog Show will be presenting the finals for this year's show. Dogs and their owners will gather from all over the world to be here for this most prestigious event, to be judged by the nation's most respected trainers, including special guest judge and winner of last year's dog show, Anita Baskerville. We welcome you to join us at the George Robinson Convention Center on May 12th, Tickets begin at $5,000! What kind of yuppies did they... Ugh. I'm done with this ad. Just done. Rumpf. That aside, I have something special for you all, dear listeners. General Lancer Taft himself has sent in a recording himself and requested we broadcast it himself. So here it is, dear listeners. A message from the big man himself. My fellow Americans, I'm Lancer Taft, leader and founder of the Darren Dashwood Mercenary Company. In light of the news of the approaching super mutant army, approaching the settlement Carlton and owners, Dashwood Outpost Number 17, I've sent a contingent some of my greatest men to support you in the trying times ahead. Hold fast, my friends, and don't give up hope, cause even in the darkest of times, the light of hope will lead you to glory. I found in the dashwoods on the principles of helping your fellow man. And protecting those who are unable to protect themselves. To holding true to honesty and loyalty. And being a beacon of hope for the hopeless. For all the Dashwoods, if you hold true to these values, better than your own Major Davy Sterling. 
And I trust that his strong leadership and unwavering strength of character will lead Dashwood Outpost number 17 to victory against the Superman menace. Hold strong, my Dashwoods, and protect the lot of hope for all in the wasteland. God bless America. Welcome back. Inspiring words from our fearless leader. To be honest, I'm not sure what I was expecting him to sound like, but that was certainly surprising. Either way, let's take the general's words to heart. And hold strong, dear listeners. Well, with the ads and propaganda out of the way, let's go back to Atlas for an update on the vote in a very special edition of On the Scene. Atlas, can you hear me? Yes, I'm reading you loud and clear. How are things looking down there? Things down here are tense as the final two names are up for the vote and all the votes are in and being counted. The final two names are Redmonton and Station Hill. Sadly, Atlas City was voted out, and I'll break the legs of anyone who voted again. I'm sorry. Almost lost my cool there. There's been a few arguments, but violence has yet to break out. I must say. That is a welcome change. Welcome change? Amongst the mentally inferior super mutants, arguments like this didn't end without at least a few broken bones and one death. The only injuries sustained so far have been a few broken feet. Let it be known that was an accident and I apologize. However, your feet are far too soft, and that's something you should work on. Uh, huh. Real constructive. Oh boy. Well, any more developments on the vote? Yes. It appears that all the votes have been counted, and Sterling's second-in-command is about to deliver the news. Alright everybody, calm down there. Me and the boys have been counting the votes, and we got the winner right here. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you all to... Station Hill! Well, there you have it. This hole has a name now. I hope you're happy! Alright. You heard it here first, dear listeners. Wasteland Active Radio is broadcasting from Station Hill, Dashwood Outpost number 17 in the Ash Flats. Man, this place is really starting to feel like home. Wouldn't you say so, Atlas? Which one of you fools didn't vote for Atlas City? (sighs) (sighs) Alright, let's move on. Thanks, Atlas. I guess. Well, believe it or not, I have an interviewee lined up today, and he should be... Oh! Perfect timing. Welcome back, Major. Glad to be back, Crispy. And please, 
Call me Sterling. Well, Sterling, I'm sure you've heard the good news. That I have, Crispy. We finally got a name for our own little piece of heaven. Station Hill. <sighs> Has a nice ring to it, don't you think? I think it'll grow on me eventually. So, what comes next? Well, of course, we've still got the Super Mutant Army moving our way. Atlas is gonna head out the rendezvous with them pretty soon, but I'm sure we'll be fine. Oh yeah, that is coming up soon. To be honest, I'm kind of surprised you let Atlas stay. What made you trust him? Well, he kind of reminds me of a friend I used to have back east. But that's a whole other story. I'm sure you've got more important questions. Now hold on there, Sterling. I've got plenty of questions, of course. Importance is subjective. But you're our fearless leader. I think it'd be nice for our dear listeners to learn a little bit more about the leader of Station Hill, don't you? Huh. Well, I, I suppose you're right. Well, back when I was just a boy of about eight years old, I lived in a small settlement just north of a place called Point Lookout. You heard of it before? I uh, can't say that I have, sorry. Ah, no worries. It's for the best, really. Nothing good comes out of Point Lookout. And we were just farmers and fishermen, living our lives. And we didn't even have a name for our home before things turned sour. See, the folks from Point Lookout didn't normally travel far from home, but the day they did, they came in and took us all back in chains. They walked us hard for days through swampland, and most of us didn't make it. When they'd stop for the night, they'd make a meal out of the ones that dropped along the way. It was hell. That sounds horrible. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to dig up any painful memories. Oh, no, 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 not at all, Crispy. You're, you're fine. It, I've come to terms with what they did, and t I've moved on. This story does have a happy ending, though. Along the way, the only reason I stayed alive was because of Robbie. He was with the cannibals that took us, but he didn't eat with them. No, Robbie was a gentle giant, and he'd sneak away to eat whatever he could scrounge up and share with me and a few of the other children. Robbie came off as a simple-minded oaf, but he was smarter than he acted. He felt awful about what his kin were doing to us, and when the chance came, he took me and the other three kids that were still alive and ran off into the night. We ran far from his kin for as long as our legs could hold out, and then Robbie would carry us. Robbie took care of us the best as he could while we were still on the road, and he certainly wasn't father material, <laughs> closer to a bumbling big brother than anything, but he'd do his best to get food for us, build fires for us at night, and kept us safe when anyone or anything threatened us. Things were good for a few weeks until one of us got sick. Robbie was smart, but he barely knew how to stitch a wound properly, let alone take care of a sick child. And I could tell it hurt him to consider it, but he had to take us to someone who knew how to take care of us, and he had to do it soon. We traveled along a caravan trail for a couple of days before we found a small settlement. 
Things were all well and good, but we were still near enough to Point Lookout for people to recognize Robbie by his infamous Point Lookout look. He would have been shot on sight, and he knew it. So after mulling it over, Robbie forced us to take the sick kid and go to the settlement on our own. It took a hell of a lot of convincing and plenty of tears, but we all agreed to go on ahead without Robbie. The settlement took us in, got us all cleaned up and taken care of by a doctor, and everything was fine. I went out as soon as I could try to find Robbie, but he was gone. I don't know where he went. He's probably dead. But I still hold out hope that he made it on his own. Or at least died happy. That's a pretty personal story. I didn't mean to pull out such a tragic and personal story out of you. I'm sorry, Sterling. No worries, Crispy. Just like vomit, you can't let stuff like that stay inside you. You gotta vomit up the poison every now and again. Understand? Yeah, I, I guess I do. One question, though. Fire away. How does Atlas remind you of Robbie? Besides, mostly. That's it. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Lighten up, Crispy. That was a joke. In all honesty, Atlas may appear all gruff and mean when he's on air. But when he was trying to convince me to let him stay, his demeanor and manner of speaking had me captivated. And I almost forgot he was a super mutant. There was a gentleness beneath this rough exterior, and that's what reminded me of Robbie. Well, I don't see it personally, but I appreciate your honesty. I feel like I have a lot more questions than I started with, but we're about to run out of time. Want to pick this back up some other time? Maybe off the air? Of course, but only if you bring the booze. I'm sure I can scrounge something up. Well, thanks for your time, Sterling. I guess that's all I got for today. Always a pleasure, Crispy. You have yourself a wonderful day. And to all you listeners out there, why don't you come on down to Station Hill sometime? As long as you can play nice with others and lend a helping hand, you'll always be welcome. Thanks for having me, Crispy. Anytime, Sterling. You have yourself a good one. Well, that's not where I expected that interview to go. Really makes that bit of advice he gave in our first broadcast make a lot more sense. Boy, did I waste a lot of time writing up questions for an interview that didn't go to plan. Oh well, it certainly filled in airtime. Guess that means it's time to wrap things up here. Well, dear listeners, that's our show for today. Definitely didn't expect things to go the way they did, but hey, we've got a name. A proper name for Dashwood Outpost number 17. Like Sterling said, we'd love to see you out here at Station Hill, dear listeners. We always need more hands than we have. And the Dashwoods have kept this place nice and secure since they took over this project, and our little slice of heaven is growing every day. But that should wrap things up for today. Remember that looks can be deceiving, and that the Brahma that takes a dump on you has better intentions than the Death Claw that cleans you off. And as always, good evening, dear listeners. This has been Wasteland Active Radio. Crispy, signing off.
Wasteland Active Radio is created, written, and produced by Z. Hagen and Jay Wilson. Brought to you by the record button. Wasteland Active Radio is set in the Fallout video game universe owned by ZeniMax Media and Bethesda Softworks. No copyright infringement is intended. Please support the official release. Thank you. An additional note, the song that you're currently listening to, Lobby Time, is by Kevin McLeod at Incomputech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons, Attribution Like Station Hill. Yes. Oh, yes. And if I find the person who put Station Hill up to vote, I'll rip their arms off and beat them to death with them. Why are you so excited, ghoul? Oh, uh, no reason. Ha ha ha.